Okay, so I just need to actually ask, are you, in fact, wearing a Garfield shirt today? Is that... What? Is that what's <laughs> happening? Yeah, would you like a... Uh, yeah. I'll give, I gotta stand up so you can get the full view. Oh, I just ran over my own no. sock. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and our nine and our nine non-binary friends, I am looking at a Garf. That's right, G A R F Garf Brooks mm -hmm. shirt. Correct. Which is the Garfield with some low sunk eyes and a ten gallon hat on, and he's holding a git fiddle. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> You are 100% wearing a Garfield Garth Brooks crossover t-shirt today. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you don't need to be sorry. I've been proud of oh, you. I'm not. Don't worry. I I've been proud of you in many ways, many times <laughs> in life. This might be the proudest. Thank you. I've ever been. <laughs> I'm pretty, pretty psyched about it. I... I got to know a couple things. One, where'd you find it? I'll send you a link. Okay. <laughs> you don't want the people to know, huh? <laughs> I just, I don't remember right now. You gotta hold, I, I've got it in my email somewhere. You got to hold back those 90s crossover t-shirt uh, <laughs> plugs. I've been on the hunt lately, man. I sent you some a couple joints last night, too, from, from Shop Goodwill. Yeah, neither of which were in my big boy size. Well, yeah. Also, that, that Snoopy sweater was getting out of control. It was like 90 bucks last night. 90 bucks! <laughs> it was it was incredible. I mean... But I don't know if it was $90 incredible it, for a sweater. It was definitely, y'all, it was definitely Snoopy golfing, like swinging a driver yeah. on a full front, like, knit. Oh, no, it, it wraps all the way around. The scene continues on the back. Oh, is it like Woodstock riding the ball? <laughs> There, there is Woodstock and a tree involved on the back. Yes, fucking nailed it. <laughs> I fucking nailed it. God, that's excellent. Yeah, right. But ninety bucks for a well, with like three days to go on the auction for a sweater that probably retailed for like twelve, maybe that's, fifteen tops. The OG is is no longer relevant. What it originally sold for has nothing right. to do with what it's worth. It's what, what the market will bear. It's and, a commodity you know, it now. It might still bear $90 <laughs> from my bank account. We'll see. It's a commodity now, and it must be addressed as such. You're paying for the experience, right? Not just the, no, you know, just the product. You know what you're paying for? You're paying for a lifetime of compliments. That's what you're paying for. <laughs> you're, you're paying for getting daps everywhere you go for the rest of your life that's that's accurate <laughs> you i mean bro you you wear that with like some some real dope like hard to find ones or something like that and you're just gonna get like maybe some jerbos <laughs> jerbos yeah what is it you know some nice denim what is a jerbo <laughs> what is that a jinko knockoff <laughs> No, it's like some, that was like the, uh, the like quote unquote, like designer jeans when we were probably in middle school. What, what are we, what are we, J-R-B-O here? Is that what we're doing? Jerbo? No, it's, it's French. Uh, I don't know how much that helps. <laughs> For me, like, not at all. It starts with a G, G-I-R, 
B-A-U-D. Oh, Jer- got it. Jerbode. Jerbode with a soft D. D. Francois Jerbode. Wow, bro. These Apparently are... Apparently they're still around. Oh, man. I am looking at something <laughs> with more elastic and pockets than i ever imagined could be on one pair of jeans yeah so like the the apparently they still exist and make somewhat reasonable looking clothes the old ones are what i'm talking about just like a straight up tube but not like a narrow not like matchstick jeans but like fucking matchbox like the 500 pack legs on some jeans with like caution tape on them sometimes wow these are pockets in very unreasonable places these are something else. But anyway, did you uh, did you ever have a pair of Jinkos? Uh, no, but I definitely wanted some. Mm. You you <laughs> you seem like the kind of guy who would have Jinkos. Thank you. Yeah. Now or would have? Would have. <laughs> oh, okay. If I give off Jinko vibes now, that's fucking outstanding. <laughs> that, that would be something else. Oh man, definitely in my search for Jabo jeans, definitely found. Uh, a photo of the Hot Boys in a music video, and see, see? Wayne and now, now you want a pair, right? <laughs> Wayne and Baby are both wearing a pair of Drubo jeans. No, I don't know. This doesn't make me want a pair any more or less. It just solidifies them of like where where are we? Where are we? <laughs> oh. Yeah, so maybe the Jabos. I mean, the Jabos probably work best with like no shirt. Honestly, maybe I get just like a nice pair of nice pair of like cargo shorts to wear my Snoopy sweater with. Ooh cargo shorts that'll be my that'll be my look that'll be like my spring golf look you know when it's like a little bit cool but it's starting to get nice out you maybe need like a, a sweater or a sweatshirt but you can you can pull off the shorts got a hot top and or uh, you got sorry damn it shit you got a cold top and hot legs <laughs> fuck <laughs> that's me old hot legs young Just... baby hot legs <laughs> <laughs> but yeah some nice like tan khaki cargo shorts and just a loud ass Snoopy sweater, classic out there, out there on them links, whacking it around. Mm. <laughs> That's what I do. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna try to glaze over that just, one. Just out whacking about in nature. <sighs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing's dicked. Anyway, buddy, how are you? What's bringing you joy? God damn nothing. We're frozen up here. Uh, it's, it's a positive number right now. That is, I can't believe we're psyched about that in any real way. Well, it's an improvement, is it not? I mean, it certainly is. But it seems like yeah. something that isn't worth celebrating. Well, sure. But I mean, that's shit. That's most of life, ain't it? It's like, hey... Instead of a double-decker shit sandwich, it's a single-decker shit sandwich. That was fucked. That was a bit fucked. Which is an improvement, is it not? <sighs> it's a bit fucked instead of totally fucked. I, I, I yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, tech. Ryan, this is a segment about joy, okay? So far, you've just complained about things improving. We well, gotta do better, buddy. I complained about things, dude. <laughs> Um, come on, we got this. All right. What's been bringing me joy is that me and wifey have decided that since we can't travel, 
And because we can't eat in restaurants, we're going to decide to eat. Contrary to what Instagram would have you believe. (laughs) Those things are not advised right now. Contrary to what some of your fucking cities are doing, you psychopaths. Uh... Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get takeout from one local restaurant that we haven't supported yet uh once a week okay okay so we did that the bold, last bold couple move weeks. in month 12 of the pandemic what's <laughs> that? coming around the takeout you're coming around to takeout in in month 12 of the pandemic huh no, I, to be clear, we have done takeout. It's not that we're like, oh man, we should order food once in a while because making <laughs> 21 meals a week is getting a little exhausting. We have definitely done some of that. But the idea of like intentionally supporting a new different restaurant each week as a way of... You're saying like a restaurant you've never eaten at before? Correct. Oh, okay. Okay. So we're traveling with our taste buds on a weekly basis, if you will. Sure. So what have you, is this a, a totally new endeavor or have you hit a couple already? We've hit a couple already. What do you got? Um, <laughs> this is going to be hyper local and um, no, that's fine. <laughs> um, we did a new man. I don't even actually know the name of this one. Cool. Cool. Must've been good. <laughs> they took over the old blackbird spot in South off of Nicollet. <laughs> Huh? You remember Blackbird on Nicollet? Nope. Okay. Well, Must have been good. They t- they took over that spot. <laughs> cool. Um, I know where Nicollet Avenue is. Fuck, this is the worst. I didn't know I was going to get grilled on the places I've well, eaten that- recently. <laughs> Fine. We can skip it, I guess. No, I, is- I'm, I'm looking. I'm literally Google mapping right now. Me. What did you have? Me sec. Um, Berea Tortas. Okay. Were, and did you indeed eat a torta? I indeed. No, no, no. That's not the name of it. That's what we ate from this place. Oh, sure. Um, and it was very dope. Wait, so we still don't know what this place is called? I'm trying to find it, man. <laughs> God damn. I'm just, just, you know, I'm just making sure I'm, I'm keeping track here. I, Look, man, you I, it's hard to tell from, you things and Google things simultaneously. Turn on that that speech, whatever the fuck, the speechifier. This is going terrible. This all everything about this is going terribly. The other place that we ate from, I'm I'm not finding the name of that place. I'll tell you later. The other place we ate from uh, is uh, Terzo, which is in South Minneapolis. And we had okay, uh, pork sandwiches and salads from that place, and it was tight. Nice. Look, here's the point of this is to say, small businesses are having a tough time, and if it's a thing that you can do uh, financially these days, which I know it's not for everybody, support small businesses so that you can have those places to eat at later, because they might not be there when all this bullshit's over. Yep. Do that. Still joy. <laughs> just couch. Just couch. No, I just. I really like that. Like you're. you're <laughs> this is your talking point in February of 2021. Is like, look, I've heard 
that small businesses are maybe having a rough time. They're having time. a tough time. You might I saw a Visa commercial the other day that told me I needed to support small businesses. You might want to do something about it, guys. I'm just there was really saying. There was some really sad music, and I turned to my wife, and I said, you know what, honey? They're right. We got to buy it. We got to invest in local pork. Petit Leon is the, the other time. place. Petit Leon. Little li- lion. Little tiny lion. <laughs> Look at you. Look <laughs> Did at I you. Nail it? <laughs> or else maybe it's just Leon. Maybe it's just a small dude. It means lion. <laughs> nice. You're, you're, you got it. Little lion. You nailed it. It's my it's big, it's my big smart boy. That's gonna send it. <laughs> Okay, well, that was a ride. That was fun. Hey, look, alive. I'm never, re- I'm never ready for it. This time is no. I know exception. it's my favorite bit. It's we have one segment and it, it catches you off guard every single time. It's great. Anyway, man, what about you? Where is your joy deriving from on this fine, fine day? I picked up this feller today. Oh, you know about these joints? The the uh, the massage guns. Spencer's holding up what looks like a uh, looks like kind of like a hair dryer, but with a little like rubber knuckle on it. What? Oh, there she goes. Oh, hold it up next to the. Hold it to the mic. We'll get up to that's saying two. We'll get up to three. It's in cooking, c- bruv. In case you really need to pulverize a muscle, <laughs> a very specific part of your body needs to be. More pulp-like. Just demolished. It's the best thing ever, man. I the, It's one of those purchases where I feel like a fool for not having one earlier. You know? We have one, and I agree. <laughs> Tight. After Tight. long Hot bike take. rides, your butt hurts, your back of your legs hurt. Yeah, man. They're it's fucking great. intense, especially as you go to smaller muscles, but it's it's exactly what I need. Oh, it it's, can make you lovely. see God if you if you hit the right spot at the right time. Yeah, I was you're... working my neck today earlier and got my, my eyeballs shaken. I was I felt like I was uh maybe a solid like minute or two away from some, some hallucinations. So I might try I, that out later. I carry a lot of stress in my jaw, so sometimes I'll do it kinda like Ooh. on my just like right in these muscles. Word? Yeah, bro. What kind do you have? This seems like it would knock your fucking jaw off. We have different attachments that have different hardnesses. Oh. So like some of them are like foam almost, like so, like Got softer you. foam. So you can kind of temper it a little bit. This one only has a couple, but they're all made of like fairly hard plastic. It'll knock your block off. <laughs> I would. My jaw may feel better, but I might also need some new teeth. Your jaw might feel better. Also, you might not have a jaw. <laughs> you may need to see a dentist immediately after finishing. Doesn't sometimes anyway, that's, I feel that's that been way. Fun. It just might uh, you'd be like, oh, those muscles would feel better if I didn't have them inside me at all anymore. Yeah, sure. Who needs them? Um, but yeah, right about a year ago, I finally got my doctor to approve. Uh, massages being covered by my health insurance and then I went exactly once before not going for a year before going into places was a thing you weren't supposed to do yep I actually remember like I had one scheduled for like March 10th or something and I remember calling the morning of being like you know what Uh, I'm actually not gonna do that today I'm gonna stay at my house instead and then I haven't been back since yeah 
So anyway, for the cost of like two massages, now I can just jab my muscles and shake them to death whenever I want. Gotta you gotta hold it up against a wall and then lean into it. So that's that's part of the thing I'm struggling with so far is my techniques because one of one of my spots is like shoulder blade ish and it's real hard to, to get there with your own because it's a handheld thing. I, that would be what your wife is for. <laughs> well, right, but you know, it's not like always available to to poke you in the back with a thing. Your wife's on a Zoom meeting in her in her very professional job. <laughs> Honey, run in there with my giant two hundred dollar vibrator. Yeah. Hey, uh, can you help me out with this real quick? Honey, can you turn your video off real quick? I need to just like just like ninety <laughs> seconds. Oh yeah, that's the spot. Okay, train Mar- bye. Train Marcy to like get between his paws or something. Oh yeah, dude. He's tall enough; he can reach my upper back. Maybe you could get him to carry it in his little dog mouth. Maybe, oh, maybe you need to glue a bone. His little dog, his little dog mouth, as opposed to his large human mouth yeah. <laughs> or his medium-sized fish mouth. Not wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> well, the little part is wrong. It's quite large. He he needs a. You need to change the handle into a bone, and then he'll just carry it mm. around. And then teach him to like jump up. Yeah. Just shake his teeth out of his head. I don't know about that part. Yeah, that might be. That might <laughs> that might be tough. I saw some. I saw a video going around the internet of somebody holding theirs in their hand, and then using their finger to beat eggs because it made their it made their hand vibrate so much that their hand like actually could like beat eggs. Just buy buy a mixer, bro. What the fuck. I'm- I mean, it's definitely a not gross expensive. way to beat eggs. I'm not. I'm. <laughs> I'm for sure there, saying it could. It's got that kind of power. Or like you know, a fork. Fucking calm down, buddy. That's what I use. A goddamn <laughs> fork. Anyway, that's yeah. So I'm. I'm feeling loose, limber. Let's go. Ready. Ready to pod. That's what you ready are. To, ready to sit still for an hour. Oh. Um. All right. Our topic today, Ryan. Yes, sir. Is very near and dear to my heart, mostly because it's raining, motherfuckers. Is going to be pushed about three hundred times in the next forty minutes because it's the best sounder we've maybe ever had. Mm-hmm. So I compiled a bunch of stories of shit falling from the sky that isn't rain. Yes. <laughs> incredible um, oh man where to start let's start with well let's start with one very close to home for us snow no northeast minneapolis okay the location is close to home not the, the topic is not i meant literally not figuratively or metaphorically close to home i know <laughs> in 19 19- cool in 1901 <laughs> Uh, July 3rd, 1901, the Star Tribune, which is still our local Minneapolis paper. Let's go. Represent. Ran an article titled, Four Blocks of Writhing Frogs Descend on Northeast Minneapolis. Fuck off. (laughs) It's a short, it's like four paragraphs, so I might just read the whole thing to you. Tell me. I actually, I want to hear the whole thing. Okay. So that, it's an... 120 year old news clipping so the first paragraph is a little hard to read but i don't think there's too much good information there so um 
This may seem incredulous, at least as far as Minneapolis is concerned, but if the truth and veracity of some 100 residents in the vicinity of the Pioneer Steel Elevator at 25th Avenue Northeast and 6th Street can be relied on, there appeared in that part of the city on Monday a most peculiar phenomena. When one of the tempests was at its highest pitch, I guess there were some big storms, and the wind forced sheets of rain against the shattering window panes, the air assumed suddenly a cyclonic hue and turned dark and threatening. Bro, why can't they write newspaper articles like right? that today? <laughs> I feel like I'm in a novel. This is like Moby Dick, man. I'm fucking ready. A tempest with a cyclonic hue? Yeah. People began to mistrust that something was going to happen. Is that right? That's what it says. All at once, there appeared as if descending directly from the sky in the direction of the wind, a huge green mass looking so much a cyclone that the usual precaution for safety was made. Then followed a peculiar shatter, although unlike that of rain or hail. It was a dull, sickening sort of sound, and the people were at a loss to make out what it meant. When the storm abated and the wind ceased in fury, what a surprising scene met the gaze of those godly citizens when they threw open their windows and doors to get the benefit of the cool air. Three inches deep and covering an area of more than four blocks was a collection of a most striking variety of frogs. Small frogs and some toads of all kinds and descriptions. Huh? I'm holding my fingers together to visualize what three inches deep of frogs looks like for multiple blocks. Right. That's a I mean, fuckload I, I, of frogs, my guy. Well, how thick is one frog, though? I mean, that's that's like two frogs on top of each other, right? Yeah, but it would be one thing if there was like a smattering of them across four blocks. For oh, it, you're, yeah, like the, the if, surface area being covered consistently is for what it, you're, For it yeah, to yeah. be consistently three inches deep of frogs for four blocks is like, I mean, we're talking about mi millions of frogs at that point. Well, it is... Excuse me. While it is generally known that wind, storm, and water droughts have drawn up into the air large quantities of animals, I did not know that that was generally known, it has never occurred in the city in such an ex extensive way, and the appearance of the frogs was a great surprise to the people who are not acquainted with this fact. <laughs> Slash fucking everybody. What? <laughs> right. As if there were some people that were like, oh, yeah. 26 and 6, 3 inches of frogs. Yep. It, Standard. It do Been be there. hailing reptiles up here and amphibians. <laughs> I get it. I, I heard that. Frogs again? Yeah. Uh, frogs again. Somebody get the push broom. <laughs> One of these mm. again. Yucky. But I mean, first of all, you got to clean that shit up somehow. This, that, I'm, I'm imagining a well, not 1901. I'm imagining a street sweeper now, though. <laughs> Just blast the, that shit into the gutter or up into people's yards, or like because um, the other these frogs are dead, right? If they're falling out of the sky onto pavement, that's three inches deep of dead frogs, correct? I mean, I don't know. Did this really happen? Well, that that is a great question, but assuming for a moment that it did. You're not dropping frogs from the sky without them dying, right? 
I mean, the only way I could imagine them not dying is if they bounced off of two dead frogs below them. <laughs> so the, the bottom layer is dead. The you got a layer of dead frogs Oof. and a layer of severely injured frogs and then a layer of live frogs. <laughs> and then a layer of traumatized frogs on top. Yes. What the fuck are you doing here, little buddy? Yeah, fucking Oof. what the fuck? All right, well, um, we've got a bunch more things falling from the sky. I just, I figured we'd start with the, the close to home one. You said that was 1901? Yeah. Which I did not know the Star Tribune had been around for 120 plus years, but apparently it has. Where's the, uh, where's the photos to go with it? Yeah. I don't know. That seems like a thing that you would send a photographer out for if you were telling people there was three inches deep of frogs for multiple city blocks. What was the state of photography in 1901? Limited, but I think present to or, a degree. Or printing, printing photographs in mass in 1901. Seems like it would have been relatively early, right? Yeah, good, good point. I could be very wrong, but I, it seems like that might be at least part of the answer. I guess. Like, I don't think there were, I mean, I know this is a news article, but I don't think, like, there was a camera in every home probably in 1901. No, but I think there being a camera in every home and there being a few photographers on staff at a newspaper is probably. I, I think what's wilder is, like, this appears to be pretty far into the newspaper and it's like an eighth of one page. It's like four paragraphs total. They also multiple times throughout the article dismiss it as being newsworthy in any way. They're like, yeah, if you know, you know, <laughs> but like, <laughs> right. Like we do. This yeah. is, uh, does this happen Often? Have you documented this so many times that it's not a story anymore somehow? For those of you ignorant, uncultured people who aren't familiar, yeah, some frogs fell from the sky. <laughs> but for the rest of us... I'm looking at uh, what's at the corner of 26th and 6th now. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, Okay, that's right along the railroad tracks over by... Millions of miniature tombstones. <laughs> <laughs> yikes and a giant frog sculpture yeah there's there's a a book by a bookstore and some railroad tracks a and a bunch of houses and some railroad tracks yeah all right do you do you want what did uh, you expect to find did you expect to find <laughs> no i was just trying to uh I, I guess just like, is it a residential area? In which case it probably was back then. Like, is that over by like the rail yard, which I think was also probably there back then. Mm. You know, true facts. Is it like, how close is it to the river, et cetera? It would for sure be close ish to the river. Yeah. It's about, uh, well, I mean, it's sixth. And I think that starts, yeah, so we're like eight to ten blocks from the river about, about a mile probably, a little less. Word. 
So this water spout idea comes up a lot. It still doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But before we get there, do you want um, fish, meat, unidentified meat, Ooh. more toads, golf balls, or money? <laughs> Jesus Christ. You got to steer me, man. That's fucking way too many things. All right, Mish, mm, Mish, fish, <laughs> meat, or money? Uh, we I'm, just I'm did. Call, if I'm eating a fish from now on, it's going to be a Mish. A Mish. Uh, let's do or, money. I want to do money first. All right. This one all, almost certainly didn't happen because it's from, well, whatever. Um, in 1940, allegedly... In the Ru- the Russian village of Mashera, maybe, um, a shower of 16th century coins fell out of the sky. What year? 1940. So coins from hundreds of years ago fell from the sky. And... Hmm. Uh, according to this popular mechanics article, archaeologists who analyzed the currency supposed it was from an undiscovered buried treasure trove that had recently been exposed by erosion before being scooped up and redeposited by a storm. Damn. So their explanation is, and it seems like it's purely speculation, but there was buried treasure that was unearthed by erosion picked up by a tornado and then deposited across town. I mean, that doesn't seem impossible to me. No, but it's a fucking wild story to be like, well, that's probably what happened. We have no evidence of any of it, except that it would like, it rained yesterday, but it was probably a, a, you know, a treasure seeking tornado that happens all the time. Uh, right. I mean, also planes do be flying in the 1940s. Like something could have fallen from the sky from a thing that was in the sky. <laughs> That's where a sky thing would probably fall from. Well, no, but I'm saying like the it, it could also not be from natural causes. Somebody dropped their treasure chest out the window of the airplane. I mean, I don't know. What I'm curious about is like, was it loose change or was it like... A wallet <laughs> or a, like a, a footlocker full of coins. Like a Scrooge McDuck sack of money, like tied off like a canvas burlap sack of cash. Right. Or like, you know, rubber band around some, some bills. Like, what are we talking about? Some- loose coins is fucking terrifying. Oh, people are definitely dying. If you, if you got <laughs> old, like multiple hundred year old metal those motherfuckers are made of like iron and shit what do you think the the terminal velocity of a nickel is it kill you uh terminal velocity of a nickel ah i actually don't think it could we gotta do something meters per second squared or some bullshit oh no that's how how physics work math we are asking the internet (laughs) who has done this (laughs) Terminal velocity, because hey, because yes, hey Siri, if that's what's a the real mass thing. of a nickel? I mean, it can't be that much heavier than like 
decent sized hail, which is going to hurt like hell, but it's not going to kill you, right? Terminal velocity. Okay. So this uses. Their coins are probably denser, maybe too, I guess, but. That's what I meant by it being like chunked iron. Like a penny would be probably significantly smaller than the coins from back then. I don't know what 16th century Russians were using for money, but. This says 25 to 70 miles an hour, depending on wind resistance with how wide range tumbles. Oh, so like, yeah, sure. A flat disc, like parallel to the ground is going to get a lot more air resistance. Is that that what that means? Yeah. Apparently there was a Mythbusters episode that, that tested whether a penny dropped from the Empire State Building could kill someone below. I mean, it seems almost impossible that it wouldn't turn over during its fall, right? It's going to be tumbling. Yeah, and this says a penny can't gather enough velocity from the top of the Empire State Building to do any real harm. And that's got to be enough, plenty of time to reach terminal velocity, right? I would think. I don't know. It would hurt. Uh, let's go with that. It'll, it would hurt, but probably not kill you. If it was hailing metal, that would suck major league. That we can oh, all yeah. agree upon. That was my my initial point. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're going to want to be indoors while that's happening. Yes. Um. All right. Fish, meat, or golf balls? Technically, fish and meat are the same thing. <laughs> well... Not in this case. They're two different stories. <laughs> give me give me one. You pick. You pick. All right. We'll go with meat because it's fucking weird. In Kentucky in 1876, a downpour, a quote, downpour of meat flakes. Put it on the list. A downpour falling. of meat flakes is absolutely <laughs> on the list. Also, what in the goddamn fuck is a downpour of meat flakes well it's raining flakes of meat what is a flake ra- of meat meat doesn't flake meat chunks or chops well, like a, uh, yeah a small piece i guess i'm envisioning you know like a cornflake but it's beef jerky that is <laughs> disgusting <laughs> i'm extremely grossed worst, out. <laughs> worst cereal ever meat flakes no <laughs> High in protein, low in Oof. carbs. <laughs> Enjoy meat flakes. Yeah, it's like it's like keto cereal, right? They got all uh, those weird like like meat or like beef jerky fucking cliff bars and shit. Just take it to the next logical step. Are you tired of just not having enough beef for breakfast? <laughs> you can't put dairy over flakes. it though. That's fucked. Well, what do you you just pour gravy on it? Oh, bro. <laughs> Why is that so much worse than milk? <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, it's not to me, but I'm glad that it is for you. Cause Ooh, that's, po- that's a bowl full of gravy with flaked meat in it? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's definitely gross, but I don't know why it's like milk seems equally gross to me. I don't know why it isn't, but it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm imagining like a, a fucking... A cow in a wood chipper in the sky. That's that's what I'm picturing here. 
<laughs> I don't know if that's accurate or not, but that's my mental image for this story. Feel free to use that or make your own. <laughs> there are so many ways we could have been like, yeah, I don't know, a fucking like a jerky cargo plane fucking <laughs> lost its cargo. No, shove a cow through a wood chipper while flying through the sky. <laughs> no, no, Let's no, go no. right to no, that mental no, no, image. No, 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 I'm not saying that's what happened. I'm saying... You're saying that's where your brain went first, you sick bastard. <laughs> no. I'm saying I'm I'm imagining that's the consistency of what's falling from the sky. Oh, that's also terrible. Thanks. <laughs> well, this is all terrible, obviously. There's meat <laughs> falling from the sky, bro. It's not good. Wait, There's okay. no way this is a good thing. Like okay, but like dried cornflake-esque beef jerky is completely different than well, shoving that's why I a said rock it, so you feel, through a so you'd feel better about it there's no way it was dried obviously it's wet <laughs> <laughs> it's floating around up in the clouds and shit it's not coming down like cured but maybe it had been cured again humans can drop things out of airplanes uh not, less so in 1876 oh yeah we're going we're getting we're getting pretty far back there huh <laughs> <laughs> Although, in in your defense, I don't think we had wood chippers in 1876 either. So, maybe uh, the a course a correspondent for the Louisville Commercial, which I'm guessing is a newspaper, reported that quote two gentlemen who tasted the meat, bold bold choice, expressed the opinion that it was either mutton or venison. Wait. In what universe is in the <laughs> top fifty things you do with the flaked meat falling from the fucking sky to be like fuck it put it in a pan dave i mean what's meat for it's for eating right is Not, mutton is mutton sheep or lamb or what is it mutton is it's one of I those little fuzzy creatures lamb. isn't it you said lamb yeah or sheep sheeps hmm. uh, is it, aren't lambs just baby sheeps couldn't tell you lamb Oof. versus sheep tell me google um i don't know yes a lamb is a term for a sheep under one year of age yeah yeah so Nailed it's it. grown lamb Gr grown Dude. lamb is mutton yeah 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 i was Dude, right i was right third third result on google sheep 101.info sick <laughs> fucking incredible domain name sheep 101.info sheep terms is the name of the page look yo this website fucking rules <laughs> the internet's for everyone and this proves it incredible sheep products racing sheep kinds of sheep about sheep what sheep eat predators sheep 201 there's a second second course if you will if oh terminology second course Pre of sheep that's fucked up <laughs> Predators, the wily coyote. Watch out, buddy. Wile E coyote or like the wily coyote? Wily, as in one word. <laughs> Not actually, as in the actually, cartoon coyote comes to life and hunts your sheep. This actually says the Willy coyote, but I'm assuming <laughs> it's not just one sheep named Willy Art. or one coyote. Um, so yeah, some guys tasted it, decided it was probably mutton. A scientist tested it and agreed that it was mutton. And Dr. L.D. 
Castenbean, a professor of chemistry, wrote in the Louisville Medical News in 1876 that, quote, the only plausible theory was the disgorgement of some vultures that were sailing over the spot. So his conclusion was that it was vulture barf. That seems like that would need to be a lot of vulture barf for you to find it to be as interesting and worthy of, well, A, investigation, and B, consumption. I mean, eating it is a weird choice, but who knows what men in the 1800s were doing in Kentucky? I mean, maybe you maybe you are that bored, like, well, yeah. Or that hungry. It's free meat day. Hey, Cletus, we got to fry up some sky meat. Uh, doesn't sound it doesn't say anything about them preparing it. I think they just opened their mouths. The Almighty Lord hath blessed us <laughs> with flesh from the heavens. Cletus, we're gonna fry up some sky meat. Yeah, I mean be rude not to accept that, right? In Israel they were gifted with the bread, manna from heaven, and in Kentucky we are blessed with the mutton from the sky. <laughs> Oh, boy. Do you think mutton and venison taste similar? Venison's a, a deer, right? Yes. An elk? Uh, elk is different. One of the horned beasts. I think part, well, both... Antlered beasts. Both uh, mutton and venison are pretty... Oh. Um, Just smashed my topo straight into the microphone. Sorry about that. Brought to you. That's my, that microphone smash brought to you by Tobo Chico. It's kind of nice. It gives, it's like metal, so it gives us this nice little like cheers sound. Like, clink, clink. Yeah. Sorry if that sounds horrible, guys. Now I've done it three times. It probably does. I, my guess yeah. would be it does. My bad. Uh, um, I know that they're not, they're, they're like both pretty lean meats and they can both be a little gamey. So, like, I can We got them. ourselves a fu- fucking mutton expert on the show today, boys. No, not a mutton expert, but I've eaten we, it. We got a, we got a fucking meat spurt. Right? Nope. Oof. That- Yikes. Woo. <laughs> 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 that was not it. <laughs> I'm going to start. I'm gonna start a separate. What's the what's the name for those those when you combine two words together? I always forget. Um, Palind- palindrome. Nope, that's forwards and backwards. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, onomatopoeia. Nope, that's sounds that sound like the sounds they sound like, like bang, Dub- and, double entendre. Nope, that's the same sound with two different meanings. I don't think that one's right, even. But Port- portmanteau is what you're looking. Yeah, for. yeah, yeah. I forgot what I was gonna say about portmanteaus, but there you go. Good <laughs> show, good show, boys. Fucking crushing it today. <laughs> we are good at this. Patreon.com/slash What If Podcast, so you can get more, get double what you're getting oh, every single week for just five dollars a month. I am literally a professional podcaster, and that is just dumb. <laughs> Can you believe they let him do this? Give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, speaking of things you could spend your money on. Stone cold? Not stone cold. I'm lost. What are we what are you trying to set me up to plug? <laughs> Better help? Question mark? Oh no, we don't have one today. All right. Well, pro, pro shit, pro shit, pro shit. <laughs> oh, I mean, well, Better Help is great. Go use their service, but we we are not obligated to advertise them today. 
I will was not tr- be compensated for talking about better help today. Man, I was coming in hot thinking good time in the episode. Nice time to segue. <laughs> well, shit. You'll hear about uh, them next week. <laughs> one, two, one, two. Is this shit on? Is this shit on? Nope, but it is still raining motherfuckers. It's raining motherfuckers. All right. Uh, okay, we've done meat. We did money. We did the local. Uh, okay, fish. Fishies. Lots of fishies falling from the sky, Ryan. This is the one that I think I've heard of most. Yeah, this is the classic. Particularly this is the OG, like the OG motherfucker. Yeah, like particularly like in the Mediterranean, I've heard of there being like over ocean cyclones of some kind that blow inland and bring with it sardines or like small, you know, silverfish or whatever, whatever, whatever. So this yeah, is the one that I feel like is most familiar to me. Right. So there's uh, this area in the UK where apparently this happens semi-regularly, Great oh. Yarmouth. And Did you say Great Yarmouth? The, Y-A-R-M-O-U-T-H. Yarmouth? I no, went with Yarmouth. I, I, no, no, I, I was not questioning your pronunciation. I have just never heard of this place. Back when I used to work at the at the school for kids with autism, they, we, we didn't really have buses, but we had like a some kids... Like we had to provide busing, but we didn't have a whole lot of kids. So we had like a bunch of minivans that went to like pretty specific, like, we're just going to take you to your house and then you to your house and so on. Right. So we didn't have like bus numbers. We just had like, this is the neighborhood that this minivan is going to. Sure, sure, sure. And there was this kid whose job it was to call the vans over the walkie talkie. And every day when it was time to call the the Plymouth minivan, (laughs) That dude could not be convinced that that was not pronounced Plymouth. You know what? He's not wrong. <laughs> Plymouth not wrong. minivan every single day. He's not wrong. Hmm. All yeah. right. So in, in in Great Yarmouth in the UK, Yarmouth, not my mouth, Yarmouth. There's a uh, fish falling from the sky frequently, apparently, and the great or just the regular British weather services, cites, quote, atmospheric stability and their location near the North Sea as uh, contributing factors to, quote, many tornadoes that draw fish and other sea creatures out of the water and into storm clouds. Fucking nailed it. That's exactly the my familiarity. In 2002, Great Yarmouth experienced a downpour of tiny silverfish, all dead, but still fresh. So here's my question. Y'all. If it's a little tornado picking up some fishies from the ocean and tossing them on the street in Great Yarmouth. Somebody would see a tornado, right? Somebody would see a fishnado flying down the street and be like, oh, dip, I saw a tornado and then there were fish. Uh, right, like a, a, tor- a tornado is a noteworthy event, no matter where you are. Yes, but I mean, devil's advocate. There's a couple ways where you could miss that. One, that could be a storm at night, so you're not actually seeing a tunnel cloud or anything like that. You're just seeing <laughs> a tunnel cloud. Hey, that's what they are before they come down and hit the ground. Funnel, my guy. But tunnel is fun. A tunnel cloud is for sure a thing. Hmm. It is. Part two, 
if that's what was happening, wouldn't it be all sorts of creatures and plants and shit? If you're just like grabbing a scoop of the ocean, it's not going to be all silverfish. No, I think no, because I think the the reality is there's probably only enough like vertical lift to pull up things that don't weigh much. Well, sure. But it like there are other small fish, there are small plants, there are millions of things that live in the in the ocean. Why would it be all one type of fish? I mean, I could see a world where this thing is moving inland and it is spinning and it like hits water and it grabs up a school of silverfish that are kind of right in whatever area of its path is and continues to go inland and converts from a tornado into more of just like a storm and dumps whatever it sort of spun up back down pretty quickly without it necessarily grabbing like a bunch of other fish on its way. Hmm. How'd your tunnel cloud Google go, by the way? My computer's being shitty again. <laughs> Spoiler, it just says, did you mean funnel cloud? Probably then. <laughs> <laughs> then probably yes. <laughs> I thought tunnel cloud was what it was when it, before it became, because it's not always necessarily a funnel. What would be the difference between a funnel and a tunnel? It like flattens out at one end that used to be wide. Yeah. Is a tunnel, it's just like a perfect cylinder, a tunnel cloud. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool, but I don't think it's real. It's real in my mind. Sure. Uh, toads, same thing. So, okay, like that. Where are you grabbing a bunch of toads from? They don't even, they don't even live underwater. In that case, if you're just scooping like a whole pond, shouldn't there be a whole bunch of shit in there? And are there like, like with the the northeast shit, the, are, the the, frogs are there one, a million? Are there a million frogs in some pond in northeast the that frogs got very specifically me, hit by a tornado and didn't damage anything else? Yeah, no, the frogs one to me is significantly less likely than the the ocean or than the the sil tiny silverfish one. Because if a dang tornado slash water spout is like touching down in multiple areas, there's going to be other damage or any damage. Like there's no, no associated reports of like, Hey, there was a tornado. But I'm, I'm also thinking of it as a water spout is a thing that could pull things out of the ocean and up into the clouds. And then other like weather clouds, wind, whatever could push that inland without it necessarily being like, spun about inside of a tornado how dense is a cloud are you holding hundreds of frogs inside a cloud i mean i'm not think like don't think of it as like sucked up held moved many miles and then dropped think of it as like almost like spun up and shot inland <laughs> but, that, but then they would be dispersed like over a wide area right no not necessarily if the water spout's not that big it just spun up a few thousand fish and they trajectoried their way inland into a neighborhood. <laughs> that seems fucking impossible to me. Maybe I'm missing something. Think about think about it like this. Think about like if you stuck a straw into a glass of water and you put your finger on top of the straw and then you just picked it up and then let go of your finger. Just like boop. Just like that. Just think of it like that small and that quick. Yeah. 
But if you did that in a pond, you would have a bunch of different things inside that straw. Yeah, but the most remarkable thing of it'd be, the- it'd be like if there were somehow a cylinder of silverfish inside the pond and you went straight down on top of them and sucked up only those. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, but like if there is a school of fish, they're going to be taking up an area. They're not like a school of fish travels together. A bunch of sardines travel in like a a mass in one area. So if that thing hits that area, it's not like there's going to be a bunch of like fucking stingrays and shit in the middle of that whole thing. And even if there are, again, it's got to have enough vertical lift to be able to pick these things up. And, you know, you're not, you're not spinning whales out of the water, but you might spin a little like, you know, quarter ounce fucking sardine out of the water. The frogs one seems way more likely that like the frogs move themselves and it also happened to be raining outside. And then people are like, it was raining frogs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that one just seems unlikely to me across the board. That seems just like a, a, a fucking frog gang. Don't they Don't they do that? Don't frogs be swarming sometimes? I mean, I, yes, do they, do they be swarming three inches deep over like hundreds and hundreds well, and like, hundreds of feet? I mean, well, if, you know, during a bad storm or something there, wherever they were staying got flooded or somehow disrupted they had a emergency evac from the frog habitat it was it was five goes west but for frogs yes and northeast frog frog (laughs) froggle froggle goes west all right uh golf balls and then we'll close we'll close with that do it september 1st 1969 uh Punta nice. Gorda. Nice. Care to, care to translate that, Ryan? Uh, Punta Gorda? Mm-hmm. I mean, it means like fat, fat point. <laughs> <laughs> How fat does something have to be before it's no longer a point? Mm, this actually has it as fat tip, but could also be fat point. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather not discuss. Uh, fat tip Florida. It was raining golf balls. Dozens and dozens of dozens of golf balls fell from the sky. Um, Punta Gorda regularly experiences severe weather, which often causes water spouts. And the region is home to many golf courses. So this popular mechanics article is suggesting that a water spout picked up the contents of a golf course pond and then spat it back out. I could see that. I could also see, um, you know, you know, the range carts that are responsible for harvesting those motherfuckers. Yeah. You tip one of those over in the right spot. You got, got them right there. Okay, one more one more question about this water spout theory. Doesn't somebody go out to the golf course the next day and be like, "Oh, dip, our pond is gone." Um, we just have a hole now on the thirteenth fairway where we used to have a pond. I mean, I don't know that it's like a. Yeah, I mean, I guess I see what you're saying. Like, it would have to 
it would have to pull up golf balls and water. So to get the golf balls out of it, you would have to basically like remove the pond as well. You'd have to empty it essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's like, uh, unless it's natural of some kind and there's like a feeder for it, but. Oh, like it was briefly empty, but then it refilled itself. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out how that would possibly happen. But I mean, I hear you like you you would think it would need to pull up all the water with with the fucking myriad golf balls. This this article just says, quote, a passing storm sipped up a ball filled pond. My straw straw theory coming in hot right now. (laughs) Sipped up a ball filled pond. Yeah. But it's saying it just, it took the whole dang pond. Mm. Which again, then like, what else was in the pond? Right, right, right. I mean, you probably don't have, you know, you're probably not stocking the, the pond on the 13th fairway. But maybe. You, you're probably also getting the fucking broken house yes. golf clubs from the fucking pissed sure. off golfers. Probably got at least a handful of critters living in there, right? I would think so. A couple of florida you probably got a couple pythons or something a couple Co- gators couple, couple two tree baby gators got some homeless gators now they just got a, a depression instead of a pond no you don't have homeless gators gators spencer because they live in the sky now <laughs> next to the sky sharks S- sky gators yes and then you know what happens this gator nato this <laughs> there's gator nato Except the the gator nato spins so fast, it shreds those gators into meat flakes, and then that meat flake gator nato spins its way up into the middle of the United States and deposits itself in Kentucky. And the circle of life continues. And the circle those, of fucked upness continues. Those men in Kentucky eat that gator. They raise their cows to be to be shredded one day. And they and they say this tastes kind of gamey. <laughs> Must be mutton. No, sir. That's Gator. <laughs> These two things happened like a hundred years apart also, but yes. <laughs> it's been a long time up there, man. Just aged, moving around aged the atmosphere. Gator. Sky-aged Gator. Hey, put it on the list. <laughs> B, <laughs> some, somebody's got to serve it. Look, if no one's going to serve it, somebody's got to serve it. All right, buddy. I think that'll do her. The These stories aren't dude. getting any less dumber if I keep going. Say it again. I said these stories aren't getting any less dumber if we keep going, so we should probably call it Look, quit while we're behind, as they say. You could say that about our entire podcast, but here we are, <laughs> rocking that and we should have quit while we were behind. Say again? Circa, that we should have quit while we were behind, circa episode six or seven. Oh, no, just the whole, uh, the, the fact that we, um, this, these stories aren't going to get any dumber the more we tell them, that piece. Right, right, right. Uh, All right, buddy. Tell the people some stuff. Okay, number one, Spencer dropped a record on Friday. You should go get it. Yes. The best way to go get it. Listen to it. It is good. You should listen to it. The best way to listen to it is by going to horsenapping.com, okay? (laughs) I don't know if it's the best way. It's a way to listen to it. Okay, go do it. Um buy that record but you can also get it on spotify and apple music and all that stuff too just go look up big cats also if you want to go to our website 
you can go to camels.biz, okay? <laughs> and on camels.biz, you'll be able to see our store, our Patreon, our shop. Uh, we got hoodies and hats and T-shirts and mugs. And also, we haven't shouted these out in a while, but we do shout-outs on the show for just 50 bucks. We'll talk about anything you want us to. You could get those at shop.whatifpodcast.com, or it's easy to find at camels.biz. If also, you want to visit a cool website that we are not affiliated with, you could go to sheep101.info and learn about sheep. <laughs> very strong. Very strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We're at What If Pod on all of the socials. If you want to tweet us or Insta follow us or do any of that stuff, you can do that. It's hi at whatifpodcast.com. If you want to send us an email or 612 246 4614. If you want to leave us a voicemail, leave us a review wherever you listen to pods because it makes us feel better about ourselves. We hope you're staying safe and sane and taking care of each other, and we love you lots, and we appreciate you for the support and the show and listening. It's raining motherfuckers. Bye. Be good, y'all. See you next week.